We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Bear Down Ballers here on the field of 68. I'm Ryan Wall, joined as always by Jordan Pollock. And Jordan, for the fifth straight week of this college basketball season, the Arizona Wildcats remain undefeated. And for the second straight week, Arizona remains on top of the mountain at the number one spot in the latest AP poll, coming off of a big 25-point victory against your hometown team, the Wisconsin Badgers. I just wanted to get your thoughts right off the bat. You were in the building there on Saturday in Macau. What were your thoughts on that game, and what did you think about how it played out? Yeah, so I would say, like, the first 15 minutes, super competitive game, super fun game. Um, I remember by halftime, there is that that last six minutes to where Arizona went on huge runs and got it to I think fifteen was the halftime lead. I I literally forgot that Wisconsin even led in that game with how quickly Arizona was just able to kind of cause turnovers, dominate in the transition, and hit hit threes like that. This this Arizona team's amazing. They're they're really good when they're hitting on on cylinders. They should lose to anybody and. And they just played super well. The glue guy we always talked about, Pelly Larson, had his best game of his entire career at Arizona. Um, Literally didn't miss a shot from the entire field. Insane. And I loved hearing what him and Bala were saying post-game about how just people in the community were talking about how how big this game was and kind of getting over some of the bad blood from the 2015 and 2014 Wisconsin teams that prevented – Arizona from going to a, to two final fours, which they haven't even done once in, in 22 years. And so it was really cool hearing them kind of talk about how, how important this game was for this city and how they have no, no, they weren't even in America then. And they rose to that occasion to kind of, to kind of give some, give some juice back to, back to the crowd. And the last four minutes, even the student section was chanting F F the Badgers. So there's definitely quite a bit of blood um, post game. 
there was some very, very happy Arizona fans screaming at some Wisconsin fans that I noticed, but this Arizona team's legit. Um, I think one of the biggest things that I thought going into the game and I said was, was going to be based on how Wisconsin was able to score the ball. If they're able to shoot well and they did not shoot well whatsoever. Um, and it got to a point where some of the offense was super stagnant because of the amount of three specifically Steven Crowell just kind of passed up after his early miss. And I think that was a big thing throughout the entire game that really kind of, they didn't really force Arizona's hand in anything. They didn't take a ton of the shots that they were given. They kind of, they, they were just stagnant offensively and Arizona stayed attacking the entire game. And, and yeah, transitional was a big thing for, for Arizona. They caused a few quick turnovers and, I think the dunk by Caleb Love, I think around the five-minute mark in the first half was kind of, I think, definitely the thing that almost changed the entire game. I think the huge the huge run that they had right after that was was started by him. So this this Arizona team, when they're shooting on all cylinders, is is really, really good. And and it just I, I felt like I was just very affirmed in thinking that this team can win or can go to the Final Four. And if this team's playing on all cylinders, I personally don't see a team that can keep up with them, to be honest, of at least er this early in the season, what we've seen nationally, they they deserve their number one, their number one uh, ranking. And they went out and proved why they did. Yeah, we both thought this game was going to be closer than it was. You thought that Arizona was going to lose this game. I thought Arizona Mm -hmm. was going to win by just a couple of points I predicted. And I agree, the first half of the first half of this game, it was really close, really a tight Mm -hmm. game. And I kind of agree with you that Wisconsin had opportunities, but they just seemed timid and they didn't seem like they wanted to take the moment and make it theirs. And they did pass up a lot of shots. And as the game moved on, Arizona just continues to wear teams down and just separate themselves. It's that simple. And Definitely. you mentioned Pella Larson. I'm Lamel in this the Pella Larson game. He was honestly like you said, he was the best. I totally agree. He was the best player on this on the floor at the McHale Center Saturday. 21 points, four rebounds, four assists, four for four from three point land. And his backcourt partner in Caleb Love also had 20 points, seven rebounds, five assists. That was also to me. Caleb Love's best overall game because we've talked mm-hmm. about it, Jordan, in the past. Caleb Love has made impact and made a big impact in a lot of games this season, but he has had points where he's shooting a low percentage. He's turning the ball over more than we would like him to. And him and Pell Larson combined for one turnover and adding Kylan Boswell, the, the point guard, into that mix, three turnovers from your three leading ball handlers, that's an elite recipe to win and to get the job done against a tough Wisconsin team. We talked about it last week, Jordan. This Wisconsin team is feisty. They do hustle. They play hard. And they have beat some very good teams this season. So it's no kind of shot at them. But I just think that Arizona continues to prove while why they're the best team in the country and and just what makes them so good and that's the thing we keep talking about it is you have to not just worry about 
Kyle Larson, not just worry about Caleb Love. It could be Keyshaw Johnson, who scores double digits every night, Umar Balo, and even K.J. Lewis adding seven off the bench. This team really, to me, has the best formula to win the national title this year. Yeah, I, I agree. And and there's not one person you can stop. And that's and that's just what makes them so good. And 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 we talk about it every week. Like this team has three scorers that can score in really any phase of the game. They can take it off the dribble, they can shoot contested shots in the mid-range, and they can pull up for three. And so that that's just like the biggest thing is like Wisconsin's never really had a great recruiting base. Like they've had a few good recruits every so often but they definitely don't have the kind of players that Arizona has. It's kind of one of the reasons why they run the system that they do. And, and they, they stayed up with them for the first like 15 or so minutes. But I think that was a big thing that I noticed was that Caleb love dunk happened. It's like, okay, like they, they're, they're here, they're here and they're just a lot better and a lot more athletic. And yeah. And it's, it's just, it's just, crazy it's this this arizona team's really really good and and i think umar balo i think his performance kind of was a little overshadowed by pele with how good he played umar played very very well uh, balo was not like he 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 just left me speechless at times with just how well he played and and I knew, like I said, like Wisconsin, like he gave Stephen Crowell a lot of shots. I know there's Wisconsin fans around me that were literally annoyed. And I think it took him until probably like late into the second half to shoot another three and he made it. And and all of them were like, well, it's 15, 30 minutes too late to start to hit three is when you're down 20. And mm-hmm. and that that's a big thing. And they and they subbed Marcus Ilver, who's a sophomore um late in the or midway through that second half too and he he would he just went out there and started shooting threes i think he was two or three two or four something like that he had a few quick ones but when you got guys that just can't hit shots especially against a team that can pretty much make a shot anywhere on the court that they really want it's gonna be hard to keep up but it was a fun game the first few minutes but i, I was I, I was definitely a little sad that it wasn't isn't is a uh, great of a game as i thought it would be yeah, I was too, because Jordan, for March and moving on this season, Arizona is going to have to win close games. They've showed they can win close games. They beat Duke. They beat Michigan State, two big games this year. But this game was really, by halftime, this game was a wrap. This game was yeah. over, and it was a rout. And you mentioned Umar Balo, and he his ability to – he he's not a flashy player, but to just fit in the offense and and just when he finds a weakness on the other team's defense, he just exploits it. And I mean, he was excellent. You could say this was his best game of the season. He's had a lot I of agree. games like this, but he was just a lot more aggressive. Also, three blocks on defense. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. really aggressive there. We'll get into later. He has a big time matchup this weekend. His he does. Hest as a Wildcat starting center, but more of this game. I, I another thing I thought Arizona did well was their guards guarding Wisconsin's guards because we talked a lot about AJ Store going into this game, one of if not Wisconsin's 
best scorers. He was four for 13, only 10 points. Uh, I thought slowing him down was a big recipe for success for Arizona because if he couldn't get going and, you know, crawl, he had an all right game, 11 points. But yeah, I think that was a big recipe for success for Arizona. But another thing, Jordan, Arizona out-rebounded Wisconsin 39-30. to That that was a big mm-hmm. thing for Arizona. They established that early, and throughout the game, to me, that was a big factor in this win. Definitely. And that, and that was a big thing that Wisconsin had done really well of over the last th- two games before against Michigan State and Marquette is dominating the offensive glass. And and I knew if they had a chance to win the game, they have they had they had to dominate the glass in some perspective, either not giving up any offensive rebounds to Arizona or getting quite a bit themselves. And Arizona did did an amazing job getting rebounding. I know I know one one uh, picture from the game that's always that that already like was going pretty um, pretty popular was there's a possession where a def- they got a defensive rebound and there's I think it was Ballo, Paley Larson, and Caleb Love are all fighting for the rebound like all together, like hold a little up. And I'm just like, yeah, that's, they, they obviously knew what the recipe was <laughs> this week. Yeah. 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 They're just, they're, they're so aggressive too. They all want the ball. Definitely. And yep. another thing about Kylan Boswell, only 10 points, but did add nine assists in this game. He, he was only four for 10 from the field. But the thing I liked about him in this game is he, it seemed kind of earlier in the game. He realized that, it wasn't maybe going to be his night to score 15, 20 points. And he decided to dish the ball, find Pella. He was hot. And when a guy's hot, you got to feed him the, the, the ball. And same thing with Caleb Love. He was excellent. And it seems like Caleb Love just continues to grow into this veteran role, fitting in to this backcourt trio in Arizona. And Jordan, we talked as the season started this year, how would it, that backcourt trio fit because all all of those guys they are good scorers and you know Larson's a veteran and Boswell is developing into a better shooter and a, a more explosive scorer and to me through eight games so far there hasn't been a lot of you know bad per se but I, I think it couldn't have worked out better up until this point just with the backcourt and how they all fit so well together. And it seems like I'm confident and comfortable with any of those three taking a shot when it, when they need one. Yeah, completely agree. And that's, and that's another thing that's really kind of cool about how this team is designed. Like you've got Boswell, this is a second year in college. You've got Kerr, uh, Kerr off the bench or sorry. Yeah. Um, Kerr off the bench and he, he's a freshman. You got KJ Lewis off the bench. He's a freshman. And every other main role player has been in college at least four to five years, which is kind of crazy, I feel like, of a top team in college basketball nowadays. But that, that I think that's a big reason why the success is there. They've been there. They've done it before. And I think it's really going to pay dividends, especially going, going later into March, especially having a guy like Caleb Love that's played – in a final four, having a guy like Johnson who's played in a final four. I think that's going to be really helpful for this team going forward, especially as we get into March, because as good as they've been right now, you want them playing this way, this well 
going into March rather than right now playing well and then fizzling out later. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that, Jordan. In this game, there wasn't a ton to take away because, like we mentioned, there was only 10 to 15 minutes of competitive yes. basketball. But is there anything else that we haven't touched on before we move on to the preview for the game this weekend? Yeah, I just agree. It's 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 a hard game to take away because Wisconsin is like so unique and they do things so differently. Like they're going to try to force a lot um, on defense and they're going to try to give you a lot of ball pressure and not foul you a lot. But their offense, they just run a unique style that you don't really see nowadays. They have two two really athletic guards in AJ Store and and uh, Blackwell, but outside of that, like they're not super flashy in any way, and it's not it doesn't I don't think it's going to help them a lot going toward going into like Pac twelve play. It probably actually, if anything, helps them a lot going into this weekend because in some ways, like Purdue and Wisconsin, they they build their rosters around guys that are able to have good post play, and so with that, we'll jump in. As you guys know by now, we've partnered with BetMGM Sportsbook for this college basketball season. We're going to be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks and predictions throughout the college basketball season. And we are going to have special offers for you, the listeners and the viewers on the field of 68, each and every week during the season. If you haven't signed up with BetMGM yet, use the bonus code FIELD1500 and you will get up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager on BetMGM Sportsbook. Here's what you got to do. Download the BetMGM app. Sign up using the bonus code FIELD1500. Deposit at least $10 and place your first wager on any game. You will receive up to $1,500 in bonus bets if that bet loses. Just make sure you use the bonus code FIELD1500 when you sign up. And remember, BetMGM is now available under one wallet in select states. As a New Jersey resident, this is super convenient for me when I have to go cover games in New York or Philly. When cross the state borders, just log into your existing account instead of having to create new accounts in each state that you go to. And most importantly, I got to let you know, we do have some fun stuff coming up for this college basketball season. Bet insurance tokens, college hoops odds boosts, my personal favorite, parlay odds boosts. So download the BetMGM app today. Well, great segue. And Jordan, let's get into it. And since the, that Duke game, this has been the weekend. This has been the game that I have been looking forward to the most. There have been other games in between, you know, a good neutral site matchup against Michigan State, and we were looking forward to this past weekend's matchup against Wisconsin. We know how that one went, but this Saturday, it is just a great one. One of the best games of this college basketball season, it's number one Arizona taking on number three Purdue. Arizona's 8-0, Purdue's 9-1. It's the Indy Classic. It's taking place at the Gamebridge Fieldhouse, so it's not at Purdue's home, but it's technically uh, it'll look like a home game for them, as I would assume there'll be more Boilermaker fans than Wildcat fans in attendance. But Purdue has put up an incredible resume and it can compare, if not better than Arizona's. They have a couple big wins. They beat number 11 Gonzaga, seven Tennessee and four Marquette when they um, when they won a, a tournament earlier in the season in Maui, but Jordan, how do you see this game playing out? Because 
Purdue has, unlike Arizona, they do have a star dominant player in Zach Eady, the reigning national player of the year. So how do you see this one playing out? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, so some of the recipes for this game, I think, are going to be interesting because as last week I said, the recipe for Wisconsin to play against Arizona is they're going to try to stretch him out and get Umar off the off the floor and try to make him play small. That is is and pretty much always has been the recipe to beat uh, painters Purdue teams. They have a seven footer that's great in the post, and when they get matched up against a small team in the tournament, they they stretch the floor. They get fives out on the perimeter to either take the center out of the paint completely or Purdue will take them off the floor. And so that that's kind of always been the recipe to beat Purdue in the tournament is they'll play long athletic teams that will force Purdue to do things that they don't really do all year because nobody really in the Big Ten for some reason really does that a ton. They kind of just let their centers play well. Um and so I don't see Arizona doing that, to be honest. I, I think I'm I think they're gonna leave Balo in there for that matchup. So I think that'll be really fun to see those two go at it. And and I think that that's like that's the head to head matchup that's gonna I think determine a lot in this game. Is one of them gonna get in foul trouble? Is one of them gonna miss a lot of uh paint shots? Is one of them gonna gonna sacrifice a lot of boards just boxing out? Is that gonna lead to other offensive boards? uh going up so it, it'll 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 be a great head-to-head game i think um purdue's gonna get their paint touches as always i kind of expect arizona to probably double pretty quickly on a lot of their on a lot of their post entries they they did a decent amount of that on saturday against wisconsin uh with crawl and wall when they got the ball in the lower lower block so that that's kind of what i expect to see i don't i don't really expect to see arizona doing anything like super different or super unique um, but yeah, they're definitely going to still put a lot of ball pressure on their guards. They're going to, they're going to try to force Edie to get the ball outside of the paint. If he gets it down though, they're going to double him. And so I think it'll be, I think it'll be actually a really quick game. It'll go up and down quite a bit. And I think there could be a lot of transition opportunities. And I think that goes into Arizona's hands. Our guards are a lot more athletic than their guards are. Yeah, I, I agree with a lot of that, Jordan. And the last thing you said, I agree 100%. This game's going to be a close game. And this game, to me, is going to go down to the wire to the mm-hmm. end of the game. 
And Purdue has a couple guys coming off of elite performances. This was Zach Eady's best game of the season against Alabama. 35 points, 7 rebounds. He was just unbelievable in this game. Braden Smith also, he's been up and down this year, only averaging a little over 10 a game for Purdue. He went off for 27 and 8 assists. He's one of their lead guards alongside Fletcher Lawyer. So, yeah, obviously, Edie is the key. And to be honest, Jordan, I think Arizona matches up perfectly to guard Zach Edie because not just Umar Balo, but I also think using Keisha Johnson there to, uh, for mm-hmm. a smaller guy, you know, we've seen in the NBA an elite defender and Draymond Green guard bigger guys and kind of be more physical, handsy, and, and get into the ball when the entry pass is given to Zach Eady. So I think that's where Arizona can succeed. And it's it's just, he has very few weaknesses in his game. He's not an elite defender, so I think they can exploit him a little bit there. But when it comes to the offense and Purdue having the ball, the offense, it just simply all runs through Zach Eady, one player. Mm-hmm. He's going to get 18 to probably 20-plus shots in this game against Arizona and you you just, you got to be physical with him. And like Alabama just realized this past weekend, if you let him score 35, it's going to be very, very difficult to come out on the winning side of things. And the last thing about Zach Eady is that you mentioned fouling a little bit, and that's going to be a big factor because Zach Eady has been in foul trouble in a couple big games and that's slowed him down. And, when Zach Eady's not on the floor, this is a totally different team, and this isn't a top-five team without Zach Eady, obviously, with, with that being yeah. said. And he plays a ton of minutes when he's not foul travel, played 37 last game. So they rely a lot on their starters. So it's simply going to be how well can Arizona do to contain Zach Eady, not shut him down, because to me, he he's you, you can't shut him down. He's unstoppable. Definitely. I think it's interesting you bring up the Johnson matchup if he ever gets matchup against Edie, because I think that's close to that's gotta be at least a ten inch difference, right? Almost a foot difference between the two heights. What what, so, what what's Johnson? Is he six seven, I believe? I thought he was like six seven, six six. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not saying that's so, yeah, I don't I don't think that's gonna be a primary matchup, but if you get switched on to him, I just think Johnson is a guy that he is. Do you so think they'd physical. switch? Do you think they'd switch quite a bit? I think a little bit, and and I think that okay. Arizona could do well in that, and I think this is a game, we've seen Umar Balo, some games, he, he isn't super aggressive, but they're going to have to be hyping him up all week, and he's going to have to play the game of his life, just to, like I said, control Zach Eady in this game. Do you think, and, and your, your professional opinion, do you think there's a, a way we could see Johnson at the three, and see us going really big? And pulling, um, yeah, yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. Playing five and and yeah, yeah, Crevis. Yeah, playing Crevis. Yeah, we we've we've seen them play. They haven't done Crevis and Balo a ton, but that that's another guy where Crevis is the tallest guy on this team. And if he gets played, if he plays a, I mean, he hasn't played a ton, but even if you give him out there ten minutes and put him on Zach Eady, that's a good kind of switch up from Balo because Krivas 
coming into this year, I didn't think was a great defender, but he's surprised me on the defensive mm-hmm. side. Agreed. And I do, and that's just skeptical at this point because we we don't know what we're gonna see, but it'd be an interesting thing that they might explore into. I'm I'm not sure. It's just so different having a seven foot four guy that's national player of the year. He's a he's a, it's like a unicorn in a sense right now in the college game. So it'll be a really fun game. I'm really excited for it. I'd probably give I'd say I'd give Arizona the lead, probably probably about a four, three and a half point spread. Yeah, I think it's gonna be yeah, it's going to be a couple points. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think obviously Arizona has to be favored there, even yeah. though they're far away from home as Purdue isn't. They're close to their home. I, I still th- agree that Arizona, a couple point favor, most likely in this game. And Jordan, l- let's get into it. Let's get into our predictions. Do you think Arizona is going to remain undefeated and beat their second top five team this year? I do. I do think they will will uh, win out there. Um, it is in Indiana, though. I think West Lafayette's about two, two and a half hours away from Indianapolis. But they have a huge alumni base that is in Indianapolis. I have some friends that live there that went to Purdue. Um, so, it, but Arizona also travels really well, and it's not like a home game. It's it's like a tournament classic game. That arena is historic. So I'm. I'm I'm kind of curious how many Arizona fans are going to get there. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a decent amount, though. But I think it'll be high scoring again. I I'd say probably. I think the game will be in the 80s. Um, yeah, I, I yeah I think so too. I I mean Purdue they they average 85 points. Arizona yeah. averages 94, I believe. And Purdue, the other thing about Purdue, they have Edie. But they're also an elite three-point shooting team. Yes. They're forty percent yes. exactly this year. So I mean, that's really good. I mentioned Braden Smith leads the way, forty-five percent. Kaufman ran also forty-four percent. He he's someone to look at. He's a, a big forward wing type player, six ten. So Definitely. yeah, I, I also agree. I think Arizona is going to get the job done. I think Purdue's good, but I think. Unlike Arizona, we've been talking about this same thing, how Arizona, it's hard to stop them because they have so many guys that can beat you. Mm-hmm. I think Purdue, although they can be elite and they could beat any team in the country at their best, I think if if you can just, like I said, slow Zach Eady down, I'm just not confident in any of their other guards. I just don't think any of them are elite. And I don't think they have – I think – all three of Arizona's starting guards, counting Pella Larson in that mix, as uh, obviously he can be counted as a forward. I think all three of them are better than any three guards Purdue has. Obviously, Zach Eady is the best player on the floor. That's no question. But I just think Arizona is deeper, and I think they can wear Purdue down over time. Definitely, so I'm, yeah. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Arizona by five points. I'm sticking with it. I think it's gonna be a close game. How many do you think they're going to win by? I think I think they'll get it over one possession. So I think probably four points is probably where I put it at. Three and a half spread. Um, but yeah, one one thing you're talking about it, that I'm sure we'll see a lot more, especially is and I feel like we're going to see a lot of on-ball screens and try to get Zach Eady in the pick-and-roll defense and see how how they can they can kind of take advantage of that and see how, he, how he's going to play that because – We've got every single one of our starting guards can hit a three off of a pull up, out of a pick and roll. So it, yeah, it, it'll it'll be a really fun game. I'm 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 really excited for it. 
Yeah, I, I really think Arizona's guards are, are going to have a good game against Purdue's. I think they have the mismatch there. And Jordan, like you just said, I, I, I also cannot wait any longer for this game. It's going down in Indiana, Gamebridge Fieldhouse. It's in Indiana. It's the Indy Classic. It's on Peacock, not national TV per se. Kind of a weird one. It's it's taking place. It's a tip-off of 2.30 p.m. Arizona time, 4.30 on the East Coast. And this should be a great one. It doesn't get any better. Number one, Arizona, 8-0 against number three, Purdue, who's 9-1. Two powerhouses in college basketball. And... Yeah, Jordan, any other final thoughts before we go? Um, I think one thing off the court wise, or not really off the court wise, but just mentality wise is especially with how Pele and Umar were talking about kind of the bad blood that's kind of existed with that Arizona Wisconsin rivalry is I'm I'm kind of curious to see if there's any letdown in any way mentality. I kind of doubt there is, but I think it's just worth maybe mentioning. Maybe there's a possibility of that, especially going on the road after after a pretty intense game for for the city at least. But yeah, um, yeah. Well, I, I I personally don't think it'll probably play a huge effect, but it's I think it's okay to throw it out there. Yeah. Well, Jordan, it's going down this Saturday, as I mentioned. Arizona, Purdue, Tommy Lloyd, Matt Painter, two of the best coaches in mm -hmm. the country and Arizona just a quick fact if they beat Purdue it's the first time they would have beaten them since 2001 they're on a two-game losing streak against Purdue so we'll see Saturday if Arizona could get back on track remain the number one team in the country but I want to thank everybody for tuning in for watching for liking subscribing to the podcast I'm Ryan Wall he's Jordan Pollock and we'll see you next time